I'm going to say a crazy story real quick. Please. Oh, no. I'm going to get in trouble. I love it. <laughs> no, you don't. I do. I, I, I've, already, I've already said shit today that I'm like, I should have said that. <laughs> no. All right, I'll talk more. Okay. This is a hard one, dude. All right. So... Hey guys, the Tops Off World Tour is coming to an end in 2024. And then, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, I will be taking a long break from touring. But not before Casper, Wyoming, Loveland, Colorado, Colorado Springs, Rio Rancho, New Mexico. And then, me and Tom, February 10th, are in Las Vegas for the big game at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. The following week, Bakersfield, Reno, San Francisco, Stockton. I will see you guys on the road. Tops Off World Tour. Enjoy the podcast. Is this real tobacco? Yeah. Do you like Zins? Zero nicotine. Zero. Oh, tobacco. no. This one's real tobacco. No, no. It's not real tobacco. It's... Uh, no, I have real tobacco. I'm going to use mine. You Wait, you dip? Yeah. Can I get a... Um, spit cup? A spit cup. Wait, what do you dip? Uh, it's a company called Skull. Oh, I've heard, I've heard good things. <laughs> have you thought of a Black Buffalo, a tobacco alternative? Yeah, but is it, um, a, is it like a Zin where it's like a... No, it's a tobacco... Uh, Alternative. Uh, I know, but let me try. This is long cut. This let, part let, contains nicotine. Let me, let, like me, let me, let me, let me. Blood orange, peach, or mint? Blood orange was my nickname in high school. Anyway, I'll take blood orange. <laughs> Here's blood orange. <laughs> ah. But is it like, look like? It's tobacco. It's not tobacco. It is cabbage leaves. So there's no, you can't get That's cancer insane, from it. That's insane, dude. Tell let me if it's any it. good. All right. And there's no nicotine. No, there is nicotine. It's, oh yeah, it does good. I'd be curious to think to hear your thoughts. It's not the same. <laughs> it, it's like it's. Not, I don't like it. Really? <laughs> it's it's weird because I feel like I can eat it. I think you can. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I took a zen with this guy I'm working on a project with. What? And he was and he took it and did this, Bobby. Ooh. Really? Like, you just swallow it? You swallow it. Well, that's a good idea. And he was like, you're not supposed to swallow them? And I was <laughs> oh, like, oh, really? <laughs> I was like, no, you're definitely yeah. not supposed to swallow them. Like, one time I was in Hawaii, and um, I went swimming, and I, everyone got, like, jelly bean, jellyfish stings. No, it's better than with jelly, jelly beans. Jelly bean stings. <laughs> and then they were like, then they're like, I go, I got so many stings. They go, you got to use urine. So then I took my cup, and I went in behind a tree, <laughs> and then I came back out, and they were putting it on their body, and I had drank in it. I drank it, and then they're like, "They're like, I go, you don't drink it? And they go, no, you put it on your body. And then I go, oh, fuck, I'm a loser. <laughs> Jesus Trejo and I were running the LA Marathon, mm -hmm. and I told him, I said, everything that you get offered, just eat it. Just take it all. <laughs> yeah. And someone gave him a tongue depressor full of Vaseline. <laughs> he thought it was a protein gel. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> we were in Silver Lake, and he was going... Oh, I, that's so funny. <laughs> he, he did a marathon with you? Yeah, he did. We did the LA marathon together. Mm. I think I'm going to do the Spartan race in Dodger Stadium in Why? February. I don't know. I like challenging myself. Still? Yeah. Stop. You don't? I don't like it when you challenge yourself. You don't like challenging yourself? I need you to relax. I can't. Not yet. You have to relax. You're, you're stressing me out. Every time I see you, you stress me out. Oh, you stress Last me night, out. You stress me the fuck out, dude. <laughs> Why did I stress you out? You could get three shows, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden I know you have other things to do, and you're always <laughs> running around and stressing me out because it makes me feel like I'm not doing shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> what's your day? What's your average day look like? What Nothing. Time, not what, like yours. I, my day is packed. It starts at like 7 in the morning, 6 in the morning. Take Isla to school. 
get back, uh, work out, podcast, shoot promos, take fucking conference calls. I don't do any of that. Why? Why? That's why, why, why don't you ask yourself that? Why do you do it? Because I, I feel like I, I'm leaving stuff on the table. Yeah, but you know what? The, nothing that you achieve is going to fix you. It doesn't. For real? Yeah. It, the whole point of is living in the moment and just feeling your feelings and just, you know, I mean, you have to work and pay bills and stuff like that, but I think you do extra and I don't like it. No, so is there a part of you that like, I couldn't be you because... I couldn't be you either. I couldn't be you because I would say you're everyone's favorite comic and you've never done a special. So? I know, but don't you want to do specials? No. Why not? Why? Let me, let me, right. Number one, I don't want to do stadiums. Okay. I've done them with you guys. Yeah. You know, you don't I enjoy I, it? No. <laughs> I like clubs. Yeah. You go into a club, you can touch people in the front row. Also, then, not, not like sexually, but yeah. like, you know, tap, like, thanks for coming. Yeah. And then, um, and then it's also then you can sometimes meet them afterwards. Yeah. And get some side gash or whatever. And then, uh, is that rude? Or no. Call it side gash. No, side, wait, where is the gash? The vagina. I think it's front bottom gash. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do Asian chicks? They have not on the side. <laughs> it goes this way. So, yeah. so, but, but don't you like? Don't you have any aspirations? Like, why do you do anything then? Like, why do you act in movies? Why do you act in TV shows? Is it for money? That's fun. It's fun. Yeah, but no, I, I like the creative, I like performing, I like doing pods because I get to express myself and I like acting sometimes, but it's like- you uh, when, when you did the Bad Friends tour, didn't, wasn't it fun to go into a theater, have it sold out, have everyone hear you, you do something, you, you come up with something new and you get off stage and you feel like alive? Yeah, but I, I, I did that, I can do that in the OR as well. That's not the same. It is the same. No, it's not. In your mind, no. See, you're twisting it, man. It's not about numbers. No, but it's no, but it, there is something about being financially stable. You don't have a you don't have a family to take care of. But Bert, what? And I, I don't know this about you because I'm not your accountant. Yeah. Right. But I'm pretty sure you don't ever have to work for the rest of your life. <laughs> I would say the same about you. Yeah. Now you would have to maybe um, let go of certain things, like because people have lifestyles. Yeah. Right, I try to lower my lifestyle, so it's like I'll buy a, one pair of shoes a month. Oh, um, yeah. No, my mind's are like eight hundred dollars shoes. No, I buy expensive shoes too. But yeah, yeah, I, I buy yeah. like like we'll go to Philly and I'll buy thirteen pairs. of yeah, shoes. Yeah, that's stupid. I know. I know. Because you're never gonna, well, you're not gonna wear it. I don't wear them, and you think it's gonna fix you because at the time it feels. Oh, it you, doesn't. I love that you're. I'm getting therapy from you. I'm not doing therapy. <laughs> I'm not doing therapy with you. But but like doesn't. To, is there not a part of you? Because I think everyone, college kids have your mentality where they're like, yeah, I'm not going to sign up for too many classes this semester because I don't want to be overwhelmed. I want to enjoy college. But like at a certain age, don't you, don't you aspire? Aspire what? Like, don't you? Don't you, don't you? Don't you, don't you aspire? What? Don't you have something? You're Asian. How do you not have the thing that all Asians have? Well, first of all, there's different kinds of Asians. You have the Yao Ming kind. They can do baskets. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then you have the fucking um, Yo 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 Ma kind. Yo Yo Ma? Yo, I thought Yo Yo Ma was black. <laughs> Why? Because it's Yo Yo. <laughs> you never seen a photo of him? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only time I saw a photo of Yo Yo Ma 
I can't really t say this. Or I can tell it. Yeah. There's a picture with a girl with one leg and standing next to him. And we were like, oh, my God, this chick has one leg. Mm. And then we found out it was her house we were at. Mm. And then we were like, oh, my God. And then they found out that we noticed she had one leg. And then we were asked to leave. What? I know. Wait, wait. You were focusing on her? No, no. We were like, someone goes, that's Yo-Yo Ma. And then the guy goes, the girl next to her only has one leg. And we're like, holy fuck. That's crazy. You shouldn't make fun of her. No, we didn't make fun of her, but they overheard us go, she's got one leg and it was her house. And then they asked us to leave. Oh, she, that's how sensitive she is about her leg? I guess. Missing? Yeah. That's my buddy, bullshit. I think my buddy married her. Really? Yeah, but one of my buddies married her. Yeah. Oh, Yo-Yo Ma is Asian. <laughs> Holy shit. Is he good? He's one of the best. Like, for of what, violin? Yeah. But what I'm saying is he's a certain kind of Asian. Meaning he aspires to big stuff. No, he's a musician. Hold on. The two Asians you just named are at the highest level of their fields. But they're different kinds of Asians, I'm saying. Um, different countries? No, different countries also, but I'm going to go into... Then the, we okay, have, break down Asians uh, but, but, the, but then the, there's a, the lazy kind. N that's and that's not, me. That's... Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's different categories. Bobby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bobby, you just yeah, named yeah. Yo-Yo Ma. I know, because those are different... I don't know. Two different kinds, but I'm going to go the other way now. Okay, name all the lazy Asians. I don't know, I don't know them by name. Bobby Lee. Yeah, yeah. But, dude, in San Francisco, Wait. I saw one that had, like, half his head shaven, and he was a street guy. Yeah. And he had a thick Asian accent, and we have those kinds, too. You got lazy Asians? Yeah, we have lazy ones. No. Yeah. My point, though, is being is this, and I'm going to say something, and you're going to disagree with me, but I think I have it figured out. What is it? Not the meaning of life. Okay. But I think this is, I think I've always been like this, and it's all pretty much have worked out for me. It has. Well, it's because you're incredibly talented. That's not why. Bullshit. No. I just don't quit. Hold on. Let me explain all the oh, things you have going shit, against man. you. You're unreliable. Oh, oh you want to play this game? <laughs> you want to play this game? And I'll tell you what's against you then, too. Oh, what, what about me? Well, go first, me. <laughs> you, you are flaky. Like, at times, uh, like, you are flaky, Bobby. When, when, you, I, I'm sorry. Am, am I here? You're, I'm actually pretty impressed. I thought you were going to cancel. Are you out of your fucking mind, dude? <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> Are you out of your fucking mind? I told okay. you last night. We were at. I know, I know. You and said, I go, I'll see you tomorrow. And I was like, nice. All right, he's coming. Oh, my God. This guy's fucking stressing me out right now, dude. You're stressing me out right now, dude. Okay, it's the ahead. nicotine. Go ahead. Um, you're just amazingly talented. That's and, and that's what you have in common with Yo-Yo Ma and Yao Ming. But you aren't, I mean, like, you have to have some sort of drive in you because you do do big things. You have Bad Friends, one of the biggest podcasts. Uh, the one you have with, do you still do it with, uh, what's her name? You've done it three times, you should know the name. Uh, give me a second. No, no, no. No, no give me a it's second. It's so rude, dude. Hold on. It's, Tiger Belly. Tiger Belly. What's her name, though? I know Leanne. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. What is it? I, I, it starts stops. with a K. I know. I know it starts with a K. All right. I want to say it's K H. Kayak. Kylie. It's a sport, kayak. All right. Her name is Kalila. I know it's Kalila. I was fucking. <laughs> I, fucking I, I fucking follow Kalila. I, I, yeah, all right. Did you, what's her other podcast? Uh, it's uh, Sports Fishing in Hawaii. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. She has another podcast. It's Oh, uh, Blood Sisters. No, no, Blood Sisters. No, it's not called Blood Sisters. Blood so. Sisters. No. Blood it's called Back. Trash Tuesday. Trash Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I, Who else everyone, is in it? Everyone knows. Who else that is one. in it? Annie and Esther. There we go. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm just bad with like on the top of my head. Right, right, right. Like I can't. Well, remember. that's the thing I was going to say about you. That's negative. What? 
You drift. I drift. Yeah, you know I mean, I do. And you're lackadaisical. I'm lack. I'm lackadaisical. Yeah, yeah. Well, like how? So and you meander. I do meander. Yeah, yeah. I think about me a lot. That's not good. That's not good. I think about me only. The whole point of life, yeah, is to get out of yourself and help others. I feel that when I'm sober. Great. When I'm drinking, I think about me all the time. But you don't. I'll tell you why. Why? Because I know so many young guys that are legitimately talented yeah. that haven't gotten a shot and you give them, them shots and you change their lives. Uh, yeah, but not like... No, yeah, you do. Like I'm telling you. I talk, no, I talk, yeah, that you do. Because I talk to them and they can't believe it. What's yeah. that little fucking stoner head? Smalls. Mark Smalls, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stoner Bean. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, he, yeah, but he, I could, think, he could die at any moment and you help them. No, but I think, I think uh, that's just a trickle down from the way Rogan treated me. I try to share it. And that's a good thing. Yeah. Amir K, did you use him? Who? Amir K? Yeah. Yeah. I know Amir K. Have you used him? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, fuck. Um, I know one. Who? The girl. Yeah. Taylor Thomas. Tom, Tom. Oh, yeah. Taylor Thomas. Yeah, yeah. You helped her? I made her career. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm saying <laughs> is, is that you get, no, you did. And you get out yourself and you, and you help others and that's good. Yeah. But, but. But go back to lazy Asians. Okay. Do you, think, do you think you're lazy? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Around New Year's, we get obsessed with how to change ourselves instead of just expanding on what we are already doing right. Maybe you finally organized that one part of your space. That, for me, was my closet. And you're tackling another space that is next to my bed. <laughs> or maybe you're taking your supplements every morning like I do, and now you want to actually start eating breakfast too. Therapy helps you find your strengths so you can ditch the extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. I am telling you right now, we talked, oh, I've talked about it on all my podcasts. This year is about health for me and, and it's about finding out what I'm doing right and how to add to it. One of the things I talked to my therapist about was it was real simple. I said, uh, I want to eat cleaner. And so we listed all the clean foods I already eat, like just me and him. It was fun. I love avocados. I have avocados every morning. I can eat an avocado as a treat, and you know I love treats. But I sat with my therapist, and we talked about all this, and it helped me quantify exactly what I was already doing right and how to expand on those things. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash BERT today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash BERT. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you had asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said to you, yes, but let me tell you, we did this. I did this with Rocket Money, and I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills. I can see all my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, like I have these tons of fitness apps that I signed up for once and I stopped using, I cancel them, and you can cancel them with just one tap, and then you never have to get on the phone with any customer service people. Rocket Money has over 5 million users that have helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash birdcast. That's rocketmoney.com slash birdcast. rocketmoney.com slash birdcast.
Do you think you're lazy? Okay, you know, you know what this is? A, a moose? No. <laughs> I, I, I'm an Asian guy, and this is something that I do if I lived in Asia. What am I doing? Carrying a bucket of water to your village. Close. Carrying a panther. No. no. I don't know. Rice. Oh, okay, yeah. Some people do that. Some people just carry rice? Yeah, yeah. Back and forth. Yeah. Oh, so much rice. <laughs> I go I drop off, pick up more rice. I go this way, that way, more rice. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, not that he's lazy, but it's like... He's just not driven to start he, being the guy that owns the rice company. Right. Oh. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I, I, you know, I don't... Um, I think the reason why I've had such a longevity, I think, is because I've just sort of like stayed in, at one level. That's interesting. I want it. Trust me. I want to be a star. You are. No, no, no. I'm not. Bobby. No, fuck. You, you know get, what a star is? Yeah. Tell, no, me, sorry. Tell, me, tell me who's a star. Theo Vaughn. Yeah, but that's not the kind of star that I mean. Okay. What do you want to be? Like, like, give me, give me Bobby Lee's wake up tomorrow and, and you get the phone call from Hollywood or an agent. But and that's, that's the thing. Patrice O'Neill told me once many, many years ago. I would never listen to his advice. I would never <laughs> in a million years listen to Well, not to about Patrice. food. I wouldn't know health. Patrice's advice was always shaded by Patrice's, uh, Patrice's view on the world. And Patrice's view on the world was at times as selfish as mine can be because he would say things that were a little mean to make himself feel better. That's true. And I know that comes out shady, but I know I do portray very well. And I, anyway, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But I'm not saying that he gave me advice. Well, I think I've heard this, but tell me. He gave me <laughs> an observation. Okay. And he goes, I think one time after opening, opening Anthony, he goes, let me talk to you for a second. And afterwards, because I was complaining about like how, you know, other people, my type are doing better in the business. Dr. Ken. I never said that. I know, but I remember that episode. Yeah, I never said that. Though. I know, but I heard that episode. From what? I heard that episode. Okay. Unhear it. Unhear it. Unhear it. No, it was the Kim's of comedy. Where anyway, I, anyway. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Anyway, anyway. Fuck you, you dude. I love you too. But fuck you right now, dude. So check it out. Um, so what I'm saying is, is that, and he said, um, you're never going to get there. That no, this is, hear me out. What? No, no, no. Yeah, okay. He goes, you are always going to be a, a cultish comic that everyone respects and you know what I mean we know you're funny but you don't know how to do that and he goes I'm the same way oh, he goes I, I, I don't know he goes I don't know how to go to a party a Hollywood party and walk away from that party with a job I just can't fake it right so it's like I just feel like I just can't do it but you can you don't fake it but that's why we like you and that's why you've succeeded only in this world yes but when it comes to like Hollywood. I mean, you saw last week what happened to our friend in front of the elite oh, Hollywood. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm never going to... And, I, and I, I don't think that... It, I, I just don't think it's going to happen. Okay, so let's just say if you got offered the Golden Globes, would you accept it? No. There's no... You just go, no. If you got offered to host Saturday Night Live, would you accept it? Yeah, it's comedy. Okay. Yeah. Oh. What do you mean? But like, well, because I'm a sketch guy, so yeah, you know, you I did sketch. Great. So, but you got to do it. You got to deliver an opening. Because I've I've thought about that. If you get offered to host Saturday Night Live, it's a lot of stress. But you and you have to take the offer because you got to do an opening monologue. But you're going to get criticized for it. Everyone gets criticized. I think Nate Bargatze is the only one that hasn't been criticized. Mm. 
and you would excel on doing Saturday Night Live. I would try. Yeah. But I think that's the scariest thing I would probably do. I wouldn't do anything else, I don't think, when it comes to hosting and stuff. Correspondence dinner? Never. Would really? you? Yeah, I have no to. Way. You have to. You don't have to do anything. If they offer it to See, you. See, that's the thing with you, you fucking silly Billy, dude. You don't even fucking know, dude. You have to. No, you don't. You can say no, and you don't have to rise. You, you can't say no out of fear. Yeah, you can. No, because then you're denying yourself opportunities in life. I've, had, I've been afraid to do a lot of things. A lot of things. You're right. And I've always said yes, even as afraid as I was. I said yes, this is when I'm afraid, that's the good thing I'm going to get. That's when I'll excel, and I'll work harder. And I'll push forward and I'll be better. And I'm not saying that like, sure, there's times I've, I've failed when I was afraid. And I was like, man, I shouldn't have done that. But I, I think I would have been angry at myself if I didn't try. So what you're saying in any circumstance, every circumstance that you get offered something, you do it. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I think that there are certain parts that I've been offered in movies and stuff where I'm like, this is just not me. Okay. You know what I mean? And I'm like, sense. I don't think it's going to work. But you, but you also have a career to speak of in acting and in doing television where you know your strengths and weaknesses. I've said no to, I've said no to a couple things where I was like, I know I'll just be problematic on that set. Like, I just know that I, I know my personality and I know that I'm not the best guy to come in for it for 13 days to shoot for two days because I'm going to start getting frustrated mm. and want to do something else. Mm. I understand that. Yeah, but I want to say something about our friend group, though. Okay. And this includes you, Tom... Theo, a lot of you guys, yeah. right? I understand that we developed your franchise. My franchise. You have a franchise, yeah. right? Yeah. And um, you're, Bert Kreischer is a business, <laughs> right? But, and I, I don't want to say, but I just know that, you know, what's so funny? What's so funny? <laughs> I like where this is going. Keep going. No, but what I'm saying is, is that, um, so the other day, I just say it. Fuck it. I'm going to say something. Say it. I'm going to regret it. Um, so Fox offered me and Theo Vaughn a TV show. Mm -hmm. So three weeks ago, we were in a Zoom call. And I already knew this was going to happen. <laughs> right? So I'm there with the, all the executives. We're on Zoom. Theo's in the South somewhere. But he's there. Yeah. And we're, we're talking. And I'm like, thank you so much. And this and that. And all of a sudden, Theo just goes, yeah, man, can't do it. And then they're like, well, what's going on? He's like, I'm touring. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so maybe later, right? And I'm just sitting there going, dude, <laughs> dude, why even take the call then? You know what I mean? Yeah. But my point is, is that a lot of you guys, right, are going no to Hollywood, uh -huh. right? But in many ways, it does help. Oh, I believe it does. It I does. Wish, oh, I wish I had your talent. You do. No, no. Your talent's different. You're... I saw your movie. You were great in it. Well, we've got a great podcast. I don't think there's any reason to go further. No, no, no. No. <laughs> you were great in it. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. You felt comfortable. I go, this guy can act. <gasps> you know what I mean? It was So when I point is, is that you can do it. And it's out of, I don't know, fear or I don't know what it is. I am not. Uh, I don't think I'm as diverse an actor as you are. You can do a lot of fun. I do ching chong, ching chong. And that's all. Okay. <laughs> Well, I wish I could do that. Yeah. I auditioned for Memoirs of a Geisha, and they yeah. said no. I would love to see you in that. As the number one concubine? Oh, that'd be great. Oh, Pumpkin? Dude, you'd be my number one I would have been Pumpkin. Yeah. That was the fucking... I read that book. Really? Yeah, but I had a hard time. I had a joke about it. 
because I didn't know that many Asian actors and actresses. Uh, so the, I was like, the lead's played by Margaret Cho in my head as I read it. And then I was yeah, like, yeah, fuck, yeah. I should have cast her as Pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. And then I was like, and then her dad is played by Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> What's his name? Pat Morita. Very good. And you know he didn't have an Asian accent? I know he didn't. I know, but how fucking hard is that in Hollywood where he had to be like, oh, daniel son. I know. And they're like, uh, can you do it more, you know? I know. I mean, I've gotten that. For real? Yeah, more Chinese. You're Korean. I know. That's crazy. <laughs> Dude, I, this is, I mean, I tell this as a joke, but I really did audition for Peter Jackson's King Kong. And there was no lines. So they had all of us. And it was like every Asian actor at the time in the, in the room. Yeah. And you'd have to run in a circle in a room and scream. Because they had a cardboard cutout of King Kong on the wall. It's a gigantic King Kong card. So King Kong's coming, scream. And you would run in a circle, start screaming. And they go, okay, thank you. Asian panics is scariest. Yeah. Out of all panics. Yeah. Black panic. I know. Black panic can kind of comfort you. Yeah. Because when you hear a black woman panic, you're like, well, that she's, at least she's here. Well, you think Asians panic or what? Is way more terrifying. How do you know? Because I was stuck in an elevator with 10 <laughs> Japanese guys one time. And they screamed. Yeah, but it could have just been those Japanese people that were fucking. No, no, no. Spanish panic almost calms you down because you're like, I don't know. <laughs> what are you talking maybe about? it's a revolution. What are you talking about? They're like, because Spanish panic is sing songy. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah, like, la cocina? No, en la sala. It's like, oh, the soccer team's about to win. Ah, uh, it's more cheering. Asian panic it's more is, of a cheering. Yeah, Asian panic's like, black panic's like, Oh no! And then it's kind of like grounded. It's a little rounder. Asian panics like like uh, spikes. Like, you know? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I've never heard about our panicking. Asian pan, dude. There was just an earthquake in Japan, January first. Yep. Yeah, but you don't think there was one guy that went? I'm good. <laughs> Probably yo yo. There could Ma. be one guy. Yo yo ma. Yeah, I mean, I'm not doing any of the spiky. In the thing we do, right? I say we're good. White panic is terrifying. Like, why do you guys do extra? The TV show? No. <laughs> no white. No white people just, you know, like like look at your serial killers. It's not just killing. Yeah, you have to do an extra thing. Like, I gotta eat it too, or whatever. I think it's ambition. <laughs> is, is it really? <laughs> like Ed Gein was like, could just couldn't kill. I got to make lampshades out of the skin. Uh, Hitler was like... Yeah, he went I, extra. Extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why white people... I I think that, I think that is when the people talk about... Not to, oh, There's no reason to even fucking get into this. Yeah. But I think when people talk about white supremacy, I think there is something. You know, one of my favorite stories about World War II, right before then, Japan went over and conquered Korea. I know. And all the white countries went... Uh, yeah, that's what we do. We're going to give Korea back to Korea because we may want it at one point. Wow. You get Japan. You guys are not white, so you can't conquer other countries. Don't you? Didn't you read the rule book? Yeah, but they did it. Well, they stole the rice. Do you know that? No. So what Japan did was, oh my God, dude, I got to tell you some crazy shit. So, because my dad and mom were in the Korean War. In the 50s? Yeah. yeah. They were kids. So my dad would saw all kinds of shit. I said, you know, a man, you running around, no head, going, ah, you know what I mean? They would tell me all those shit, right? Yeah. But he, he said, this is what they used to do. The Japanese um, occupied Korea, and they used to tie Koreans with their ankles upside down with a rope, 
and they have this gigantic pot of boiling water and they would dunk them in it. And every time they would come up, you know what I mean, with a layer of skin missing. What? No, no, no. What's keep wrong? going. No, I'm, I'm yeah. sure this is going to turn into something. No, there's no, 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 no. <laughs> there's no joke. There's no joke there. No, no, no. no there's no, no joke. No, no, yeah. this is, the atrocities are, are fucking, of war are fucking it's horrible. It's crazy. Especially back then. Yeah, yeah. But my dad would tell my brother and I that during, like, when we're going to bed. Story time. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we're like, oh, no, 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 dad, we're good. He's like, no, story time. Right? Or, okay. And they was like, this, that, thunk. Right? And then we couldn't sleep. Oh, that's was terrible. Was, imagine being your dad. That's like PTSD and not being in therapy I and just did. dealing it within your head. Trauma. It kind of, like, so my mom went through, my mom, dude, you're not going to believe this. I, I will. When she was 12. We, I've talked about this on Bad Friends, but um, yeah, you don't know. She used to walk her sister to school during the Korean War. And one day she left her sister um, on the side of the road because she forgot something. She ran back home. And when she came back, a military truck had run over my aunt. And then, like, her body was split in half. And so then my uncles and my mom and my aunts had to take empty rice bags and pick up the remains of my aunt, who was like eight or nine, and then bury them. You know? So that's the kind of shit my mom went through, right? Yeah. And then when she came to America, my dad was physically abusive. So she went through trauma after trauma after trauma. And then... It comes down to us. Yeah. It's somehow it like we absorb it. And it's, so it's like they were, I it grew up in a violent home. So it's just like, so I'm, you know, I think a lot of reasons why I don't have kids is because I don't want to like pass that on to them. But you're the least violent person. I know. I think I went the opposite way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where I'm really namaste. I think you'd be a great dad. Yeah, I think maybe I think, because I'm in therapy and I, I learned all these things, you know what I mean? To stop, I, I want to stop the cycle. Yeah. But it's like, no one wants to fuck me anyway. <laughs> Everyone wants to fuck you. You think so? Yeah, I know they do. Oh, thank you. Dude. When, I like to fuck. When you were dating Kayak, <laughs> the, there were other comics, I don't know if you've heard this, that wanted to have sex. Shop. <laughs> Shop tried. <laughs> Who else? Man, that fucking. You know what bummed me out? What? When we broke up, she would, she would go, she, she would go, look at my Raya likes. And it was, there was four guys that have done my podcast that liked her on Raya. How do you feel? I'm trying to think who they are. Well, I could tell you. I would love to know. I know, but I can't hear. You can't now because it's, it, that would. I can whisper. I can do this and you can beep it out or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're not going to believe this. Okay. I believe that. You do? Yeah. I You'll beat this out? Yeah, of course. If this comes out, out, I'm fucked. Dude. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. You're going to fuck me down a Bobby, river. Dude. I swear to God. Are you guys going to fuck me down a river? No, we will not okay, dip okay. you into uh, a boiling pot uh, of water. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't pop me. So, uh, and then, um, that's us? Yeah, that day. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know the guy, but uh, he seems like a guy that's defined by w what his dick can bring him. Yeah. Another one, dude? That I did not see. And check me. this out. For real. Yeah. And then he called me and he goes, dude, he, this is what he said. And I believe him. He goes, I get so little traction on Raya that I just say yes to all of them. I believe that. And I believe that. I believe that. I believe it because he called me as a man and I believe it. But um, those are some of the names. And it's like, it's fine. But I also think it's like, there's, isn't there, like, it's like if you and, it's like if you and Leanne, right? Yeah. Got a divorce. And then I swooped in a month later. How would you feel? 
If what who started the divorce? Her. <laughs> like if, yeah 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 yeah. I'd be fucking destroyed. You would destroy my it. kids. Would be so happy. They would. They'd be like, Bobby's here again. We're playing video games. <laughs> yeah. Dad, would you really be mad at me though? I'd be destroyed if Leanne and I came up to you and went, dude, in fucking in two thousand one. Like if she walked in right now. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, that karaoke bar. And she goes, I used to go to that karaoke bar. Yeah. And then you were like, and then she went, oh my God. Yeah. Bobby. We 69. Uh, <laughs> I would know. I don't know if it would bother me as much. I, I don't think it would. Because I, I respect you. <laughs> Thank you. Like I respect you and, and you make me happy. Thank you. And I understand what people love in you. Yeah. And so I can, so I, I thought about this today. Mm -hmm. The thing I love in you and the thing other people love in you is the th same thing that make people take advantage of you and me. Mm. It's the reason we're likable. Is the same reason people take advantage of us. And then when we stand up for ourselves, yeah. then it, it shows them how weak they are. Mm. And I've stood up for myself a number of, a couple times. A couple times I've stood up for myself. And the look in the person's face is so fucking shocked that they got called out on their shit. Yeah. And that I that and and I don't stand up for myself often. I just let it happen, and I go whatever. Yeah, I'm stronger than that. Like people steal material or or do things business wise that are sketchy with me, and then I just have to stand up for myself. It's a reason I'm business partners with Tom because he he is not an he is not a predator. He's not. He's not. He's a very honest. He's a sharpshooter. He's a and he's very direct. Yeah, and uh, could I also say this? Yeah, because I, I did a show with him in Hawaii. I know you do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and afterwards, we were sitting there, and I remember, you know, they, we had food. We had ordered steaks. Yeah. And then they brought the steaks out, you know what I mean, this kind of flimsy plastic table. And they're like, we'll just move this to a better table. And Tom goes, we'll just eat right here. It's fine. Yeah. Like, he's not like, you know, um, a pris, prissy. No. You know what I mean? He's still that guy. You know what I mean? That Who cares? You know what I mean? And he's also like, we had, the, we had a local opener, and Tom was so like… Um, kind to him and giving him advice because he had never performed in front of that many people. Mm -hmm. And I just realized that, um, and I think you're the same. You guys are just um, good dudes, man. Good dudes. I try, I, I, I try to be, I don't know, I try to be a good dude. I think I... We're needy though, you and I. I'm very needy. No, you and I have the same kind of neediness. Like what? Like what? When, when you take your shirt off. Yeah. Just hear me out. Okay. Don't get angry. Hold on. <laughs> Don't get angry. I'm not going to get angry. Okay. Because I do the same thing. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was about to that's say. That's what it is. With two I'm whores not. in a whorehouse going, <laughs> you fuck all of them. I know, I know, I know. I know. And, and, and I think we do it for the same reason. It's interesting. I'm curious what you're... I'm, I, think my, this is, I think my opinion is this, okay? Okay. Is just for me, I can't speak for you. Okay. Okay. But for me... I didn't like myself for very for a long time. I still don't like myself. Oh, I know, me too. There's a part of hate. There's self hatred, <laughs> yeah. but it's like, um, and I also didn't like my body, and I didn't think I was sexy. It, well, can I, can I, well, just tell me how far. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, keep going. You didn't like your body. Yeah, and I also like you know, um, didn't like um, my penis. Yeah, I've seen it a lot. Yeah, it's nice. I didn't like my penis. Yeah, and um, and I always had there was a lot of shame when it comes to when I looked in the mirror, and then when I started to comedy, I'm like, fuck that, I'm gonna go um, 
contrary action. Contrary action. And I started exposing myself, being vulnerable in that way as well. And by doing that, it made me feel comfortable about my body. And then I realized that women liked it. Not all, not most, but some. (laughs) (laughs) But the some that like it, are the, are the ones that I want to be with anyway. Yeah, that's, you know a, I mean? that's a Stavi th- thought. Stavi thought. Even so- that, like, <laughs> I met that girl last night and, and, and I, I said to her, I go, I'm fat. She goes, you're fat. Which I liked it. She was very pretty. Yeah, she's very, and she goes, I go, oh, you're honest. She goes, yeah. But I think you're sweet and I think you're a funny guy. And, and by I'm the tra- way, and I'm attracted to you. And I would, I would definitely green light you hooking up with, that was her name. Don't say that out loud. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know. Edit, I, I don't, edit it. Okay. Yeah, could just, yeah, yeah. I met but her. That, I met her. I met her, and she was extremely sweet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like a good fucking. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Okay, And she was very attractive. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you. There was a girl I I dated, and like I dated her, and we were at my parents' house, and we were on the couch together, laying on the couch, and I leaned over to kiss her, and she just went like this, and I was like. Oh no! Okay. Well, do it again. Did I do it right? Yeah. And I. And so you I, came in. So you, this is your head. Mm-hmm. How far? I lip to lip. Oh, so you're like, and she I went, kissed her, and she went like this, and closed her mouth shut. To shut. Yeah, and I That's went. That's when you, you use your tongue and you fucking burrow in. <laughs> Just lick her lips like I'm trying <laughs> yeah, yeah. to get Carmex. So, so then, what'd you do? I tried to kiss her again, thinking. Okay, well, and then it didn't happen. And then I felt so rejected that I was like, cool. And it's, it's part, I was like, that's, that's who I am. That's what I deserve. I didn't hit on her earlier enough. I thought that it was something that, cause I'm not good at the first kiss. Yeah. And I, we'd gone out in like a couple of days, maybe six. And, and, and then now I tried the kiss. And so I, I think too late. I was too late. Way too late. And so I would, but I was so humiliated by that, that. I mean, I, I turned into a version of myself I don't like where I was over-performative to compensate for how I felt. Mm. And so, like, the next morning, my parents were there, and I was, like, trying to be funny, and my, my dad could see something was off. Yeah. And my dad was like, everyone, my sister, everyone saw something was off. Yeah. And then I had to go to a, an event with her, with my parents that night, and I was so just, it was, I don't know, man. I, but I've been there a lot. I've been there, I've been there more than you'd think. Yeah. This is before, way back in the day. Way, way before Leanne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was right when I started stand-up. Wow. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it, Well, yeah, and that's why I don't, I've never, I've, I honestly have probably, I haven't kissed as, as much as you'd think. Come on. Probably a thousand times, no? No. No, not even remotely. Okay, how many girls have you kissed in your life? I remember my first kiss was Marie. That was like the best kiss ever because I didn't expect it. Yeah. She kissed me. And then I thought all girls would kiss me. And then, I don't know, say maybe in high school, like 10? No, maybe eight. Uh-huh. eight. That's good. Eight. High school, that's good. College, two. Not good. Not, how many, four years? Six and a half. Not good. <laughs> and then maybe after college, I kissed. I'll just, I'll ballpark it. Yeah. At like. 20 so 22 so, 22 so maybe 20, 30 maybe 30, kissed, 30 30 kiss people. 30 women 30 women before leanne yeah well killian's alive no i've kissed women after leanne but as friendship no for my movie 
Oh, for your movie. I, and I count it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But let me ask you this. I kiss too. What percentage of the kisses were sex? Uh, so if it's 30 and I've had sex with six women. Uh, oh, oh, oh you're six. You've six. had sex with, sex with six women. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. You're like a Christian. No, I'm, no, I got intimacy issues. So my first time having sex was really bad. It was like kind of humiliating. And so I realized I don't want to just do this with people that like, I don't want to show this to everyone. It's like people who can't sing karaoke. Mm. They're like, oh, I don't want to get up there. And they're like, just try it. And then they get up there and you're like, oh, he, they shouldn't have tried it. That's how I Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm sure you're pretty good. I've gotten better. I'd be really good now. <laughs> like now. Sure? Yeah, yeah. Because I have a hard time coming. We talked about this last oh, night. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know why, you why we talk about that. I don't know. I have a hard did time. you bring it up? I did. I, I've, it's been an issue lately. Yeah, I, I, I have such a difficult time coming that every other time I don't. I'm around there, especially if I'm drinking. It's just, Leanne's actually said, then we're not even going to try. Because if I've been drinking, it just doesn't. It doesn't happen. work. It doesn't. You happen. can get a wreck, though. I'm hard as a rock. Me too. But I can't, I don't know. And sometimes I'm in my head. Like, yeah. I think not great thoughts. Yeah. Like, like distracting thoughts. Yeah. You know what I, my, I I've done this before. One time, I, like me four months ago, I hooked up with this girl. And I knew I wasn't going to come. Mm -hmm. And we were in the dark. And I, we were doing missionary. Yeah. And so I go, I'm, I'm coming, I'm coming. And, and I backed out. I backed to the, like, I got off the bed. And I went, oh, you know what I mean? Like, this whole theatrics, right? And she, and I went right to the bathroom to, like, pretend to clean, clean up, up yeah. right? But nothing, It was, I didn't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, I've done a lot of that kind of stuff lately. And it's like, it's either my age or I'm jaded, but it's like, I, but I can stay erect for an hour. Is there a girl you've had sex with where you came really fast? Because that's my issue. It's always been my issue. Interesting, interesting. Like the first time I had sex, I came within probably two seconds, three seconds. Oh, that's everyone's first. Yeah, that's my first. And that was my first five, six, six. All my six, the first time I ever had sex with any of them, I came immediately, immediately. How great is it the first time? Oh, the first 30 times? Ooh, la, la. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, almighty. Bless. I, I miss it now. I miss it too. I miss... I miss young love. You know what Leanne says she misses? Leanne misses first kisses. She goes, I'm bummed that I'll never get a first kiss because it's really exciting to think on the date. Is he going to try to kiss me? Is When's it going to happen? Mm. And for me, that first kiss is panic. That whole fucking date. I'm when like, to do it? Do I do it? I because I, I, I never wanted to be a bad guy. So I always wanted to know that. I, and this is, I don't, for whatever reason, I wanted them to know uh, I, I don't know what the fuck I wanted. Like I wanted them to know I liked them, and that I wasn't just trying to fuck because that wasn't who I was. Yeah. So every first kiss was like terrifying. But what you do is this: you do little openers. I wish Liam was here. And what I do, what, what I, because I'm, you know, I'm, I've been doing it lately. Yeah. And what I do is I'll get a hug going. <laughs> this sounds like a me move. <laughs> no. Fuck you, dude. No, this is... A, I, I'm just telling you my techniques. No, no, keep going. Right? Because I don't I don't like that either. I don't like being in the car. I'm dropping them off. and like, should I do it? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know how to... I don't know when... Because the worst... The worst would be going in and them turning their head. Oh. i kill myself. I, oh. I would kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be dead. They'd find my body in the Pacific Ocean dead. You know what I mean? I don't understand why, why every girl... Because uh, if anyone tried to kiss me, I would kiss them back. Not now, but like in life, if a girl ever tried to kiss me, yeah. I'd always kiss her back. Not any girl. Any girl. 
Really? Well, part of my 30 are a couple pigs that kissed me. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, I appreciate that you like me. I like yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah, Let's yeah, do yeah. this. Yeah. Let's date for the summer. Yeah. And then we're not having sex because I can't show you that part of me. But I'll definitely kiss and play with your boobs. I love playing with the boobs. And, and smoke pot and fucking hang out and be best friends. Yeah. And every now and then we hook up. Yeah. What I kind like of nips that. do you like? Uh, they changed. Yeah. I like. Well, I like Yao Ming. I like, like, like Yo Yo Ma. <laughs> I love oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 nipples, yeah. nipples, nipples. My bad, my bad, my bad, my so bad. Good. Dude, nips. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. The uh, no, I like. Uh, I used to like Brown. That was my thing. Brown's okay. But uh, I used to fuck with Brown. And then I met Leanne. Yeah. And I saw her nipples for the first time. Pink, probably. Very. I can tell. Very. Yeah. And really perfect. Perfect boobs. Perfect boobs. I bet. And she... Is there a border? What's that? Is a, there a border? Around? Yeah. You know, sometimes... Like an areola. The nipples blend in. I hate that. I've never seen that. Well, where it just kind of blends in. I've, I, I don't think I've even seen that in porn. Can, can you... Ladies, can you pull up blendy nipples? I, I, Leanne, when I saw Leanne's nipples for the first time, and I've said this to her, and I may have said this on a podcast, I felt like she was showing me a secret. Like they were very, like, they were, it was very, like, they were very pink and very much like a secret, mm. like a Molly Ringwald nipple. Oh, pretty and pink. Yes. And I was like, ooh, she's allowing, I felt really. You went, ooh? I went, I. <laughs> First time I saw her boobs, I was like, okay. Really? Yeah, and I didn't think I would like her boobs. I like brown nipples. Yeah. Okay, like, what? Like, look at the one to the left. Oh, where it just looks like, I think that was a surgery gone wrong. Oh, it is? Yeah, they added a nipple. Oh, they did? Yeah, because she didn't like her nipples. Like, okay. Anyway, okay. Let, me, no, let me just say this, okay? Okay. Obviously, there is a... I, I I want more of a distinct border is what I want to say. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I bet Kamala had really distinct. Kamala Harris? No, Kayak. What's her name? Kylie. Oh, Kalila. <laughs> Will you memorize it? I'm, I'm joking. I'm just doing a bit. <laughs> I like Kalila a lot. I do. Um, Let's talk, but I, are but, you a vag guy? Yeah, I like it. Uh, bigger than <laughs> bigger than dicks. I'm more, more vag than dicks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I haven't seen a ton of them. Yeah. I've seen them online. I think I'd be cool with a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I think it would be hard for me to be turned away from a from a vagina. Although there's one I did hook up with once that I had sex with that I dated that was distinct. It was a different type. What was, do you mean, like Pandora? Like no, it was uh, it was like um, what's the right way to say this? You ever seen a platypus? Yeah. Like it was, it was pushed <laughs> out on the sides, and then. And then there, there were like, there was like lips that were straight out. Well, I call them jazz hands. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, she had jazz hands. And it was so interesting. I said to her, I hope she doesn't hear this. I said to her, I, that you have a very interesting, she called it a certain word. Yeah, yeah. She said, it's so funny. My sister has the same one. Yeah, it's I genetic, went, I think. Really? Yeah. I, you know what? At the, at, I used to be specific about it. Yeah. Where if it, if it was like talked, it's good. Yeah. If it's out. But as an older man, I like it out. I would like a nice sloppy Brazilian one. Ooh. Like the ones that look like it's a lot going on. You got to figure your way around yeah, it. Yeah, dude. I think that would be interesting. I am I think I'm done with vaginas and I'm cool with Leanne's. As a matter of all fact, right, all right, I've, been talk, I've been talking to her about hers lately. 
Yeah. Like, how's your vagina? No, 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 no. It's it's too specific. And <laughs> she'd get mad if I started talking about it. All right, it. yeah, yeah. I don't want to know. But uh, I love her so much. I don't want to know. Yeah, Leanne's, Leanne's body is kind of, like, kind of per- perfect in that she doesn't have a ton of, she's not very, she doesn't have a ton of hair. And she, this is a really aggressive thing to say in my office with all the women that work here. But her body is really sensual. It really is like perfect for a woman. Like, I, I really love her body. I'm glad I got that body for the rest of my life. It, but not only do you have that, and I want to get emotional here, but, um, like, when I walked in the house today, there's just something about her that's so safe to me. Oh, yeah. What do you mean? She would. She, she is the perfect person for a guy like me and you. Yeah. She's safe, and she's also, um, like... When I look at her, I go, um, oh, I love her. You know what I mean? I, 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 I can't really explain it. It's like when you look at somebody, you go, oh, I just love her. You know yeah. what I mean? What? And I'll tell you why. Because, you know, I'm friends with a lot of people. And she's the only one of all of my male comic friends' wives that have sent me gifts. She likes you a lot. She sent me knives. Like, not just a knife. Mm-hmm. Like, inexpensive you know what I mean with the details and the handle I still have it in my knife drawer I, w- I won't even use it you know what I mean it's but I'm nice. just saying and also you've also sent me treats you know what I mean yeah. like high class pralines stuff that's, like that that's Leanne that's the way yeah, her yeah. brain her, so she, great. she shows her love by taking care of people it's unbelievable yeah yeah um, she'd be perfect for a guy like me she really is perfect for guys like us because she understands our brains. She understands what makes us tick. She understands that we're artists and that we're a little complicated. And she understands that that's not her, but she just goes, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tweak it. I'm going to let it be, let it blossom. And I'm going to give it all the, all the food it needs to blossom. When you see artists, what do you mean? Today's episode is sponsored by Tushy. In the future, people are going to laugh about how we used to leave What's the right way to say this? Dirty poo-poo in our b-holes all day. Deep down, we all know that using toilet paper alone leaves nasty and smelly bacteria behind in our butts. Tushy has finally made number two cleanup more hygienic and better for the environment. You now can have a fresh stream of water, the same water as your sink or shower, to clean your bum after every poop. Tushy's bidets are easy to set up on any toilet. In under 10 minutes, you can set up your at-home bidet that will change your life forever. And I'm not even kidding. This product is life-changing. And if we're going to be totally honest, it feels pretty good too. I got to be honest with you. Sometimes I just sit down before I work out and I just make sure I'm clean. It's nice. It's a nice feeling. and It does feel good. Get that fresh out-of-the-shower feeling at hellotushy.com. For a limited time, our listeners get 10% off your entire order when you use code BERTCAST at checkout, that's 10% off your order at H-E-L-L-O-T-U-S-H-Y.com with promo code BERTCAST. It's time to back that ass up with confidence. This show is sponsored by DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NFL playoffs, brings you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code BERTCAST and new customers can bet just 5 bucks, get 200 instantly in bonus bets only 
on DraftKings Sportsbook with code BERTCAST. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit receipts. Restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. When you see artists, what do you mean? Like we're different people. Like we wouldn't work in a night. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is that because people call me an artist, yeah. and in my mind, I'm like, is it art? You, what you do? Yes. It's like a performance. Yeah. Art, maybe. You overshare. I do, but that's like okay. So what I'm saying is, is podcasting an art? I don't think it is. Oh, I think it is. I, I know radio is an art, and what we do is a version of radio. Okay. It's just a little more open and free, and there are people that are not are not as free individually. Like, I have a bunch of friends I'm hanging out with next weekend in Tampa that would never in a million years share the way we share, and, and that, in essence, allows someone listening right now to go, wait, I, I feel normal, and so whatever that is, whether it's a book or an actor playing a role or, or an... Uh, an author or a director that allows you to feel connected, a connection to humanity. And so I, I, sometimes I feel bad about my oversharing, but I know there's people that go, Hey, I deal with the anxiety too. I didn't even know I was talking about my anxiety mm -hmm. or my OCD or the, like, and I regret it. Like there's times I've shared recently a couple times that I, you know, that there, after I fell off a waterfall, I had a problem with pills and Leanne helped me get out of it. Mm. And I regret ever sharing that because I know that, the internet sometimes highlights that and goes, look at this drug addict. And you're like, no, man, it was a period of my life. Two periods, really, Xanax and Oxys. But this, but I want to bring something up and I've never, I had never thought I would. Okay. <laughs> this is why I love you. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I just want to. Right. Okay. And I don't want you to be offended by what I'm bringing up. All right. Okay. Do you realize how hard it is to offend me? I know. But this is personal. All right. Okay. Okay. So, let me ask you a direct question. All right. Okay. Do you think you're an alcoholic? No. Okay. But do you drink a lot? No. I ha yeah, I do. You have? Yeah, I have, and I, did, and I do. Okay. Because, to me, it's like, um, maybe you're not. I don't know. Right? But there are when I look at you, sometimes I go, he is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, so you think that um, you don't ever, ever want, you don't ever think you have a problem with it. And you want to get sober? No. Good. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. No, I don't take offense to that question. I get asked it a lot. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people think I'm an alcoholic, but I think I'll tell you who doesn't is Leanne. Yeah. And and my kids. Okay. And so, like, they're the people that are closest to me and know me the best. But then at times, those three people have shown concern about my lifestyle. Mm. At times, they were like, when we got off fully loaded, I think all of them collectively were like, "You're." You're grinding way too hard. Yeah. And you're working at a level that's not healthy. Mm. You're eating everything. You're smoking cigars two a night. You're which is a which is a lot for me. And and drinking. Whenever anyone says, should we drink? You're not saying, I'm taking today off. It was always like, yeah. And a lot of times I was the one going, guys, let's get after it. Come on. We're we're in fucking New Hampshire. This is what they just added a second show. Come on, who's staying up with me? Yeah. And so, but I think 
you know, I, I read or I listened to Matthew Perry's book on uh, on audio, and he talked about his addiction. Yeah, I know. And I don't have what he had. Like, I don't, I don't need to stay drinking when no one else is. And I don't need to drink in the mornings to write the boat. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, obviously, I'm not a doctor. Yeah. And also, but I, you've dealt with, you've dealt, yeah, it's, you've it's, been around I know, the program it, yeah, long and, enough. But to, I also, I, I know enough to, I, I can't diagnose anybody. Yeah. And I, you know, I just don't know what I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm just asking through just an outside observation at mm-hmm. times, not all the time. At times, I think, at times, I think I've gotten too far, too far east. Mm-hmm. And I've and I've partied too hard, and but I think, but I think alcoholism. There's, it's I think there's different state people that deal with it different ways. There are people that can't control it. Okay, there, and they there, change there, their there personalities. Are, there, are, uh, I, there are highly functional alcoholics. Yeah, who are very successful, and there were times where I thought about you, right? That like Bert Kreischer is an alcoholic, but he's so highly functional. Um, he has his shit together. Um, it does. It's not destroying his life. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it does for a lot of people. One day it does, and you think it's not gonna. Right. So what I'm saying to you is, is that, and I, I believe you. You know what I mean? And only you can diagnose yourself. Yeah. But I also, as a friend, I want to say, I think because I think I've never said this before because, you know, you're a star. No, just hear me out. Okay. Fucking hear me out, right? Okay. You're a star. People know you. You know, and I, I don't want to like cross boundaries with people. You know what I mean? But I think we're at a point now where I'm, I consider you a friend yeah. and I have to, you know, just go, I have to say this. If you ever think that it's out of control, you can always call me. Yeah, I know. I think you told me that one time face to face. I think I have to. Yeah. But I just, you know, you I told me, you said, Do you, would you ever want to go to a meeting with me? And I was like, no. Okay, yeah, that yeah, and that was great. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm just saying that I would always be there for you. I think what I think's interesting about the diagnosis of alcoholism in Hollywood is it I think I don't know the right way to say this. I had a teacher one time that told us everyone was gay. <laughs> And I was like, in the back, I was like, I'm definitely not gay. Yeah, yeah. She was like, you are. Everyone is. There's a spectrum. And this is 1995, before that whole spectrum of, of gayness happened. Yeah. And I remember going like, well, she's gay. So is she just putting it on me? And I remember all my friends were like, we're not gay. And we were like, yeah. I know friends that don't live in Hollywood that live the way I live. That, that they party. And they drink, yeah, and and they drink a lot. And I think I think it's I think alcoholism in Hollywood, and New York, maybe is, I don't know. I think there's a hypersensitivity to it, and so many people are in recovery that people like see themselves in you. And then, I, and I'll say it, and I hope this doesn't offend you, but I'll say this: I think sometimes people in recovery, it makes them feel good to identify other people's problems and go. That's not what I'm doing. I know, but I think it's happened to me. But that's not what I'm doing. It's, but it's happened to me. That literally is not what I'm doing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I believe you, I said. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that you're a little gay. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a percentage of you that's highly gay. I'm probably more gay than I was in college. No, I think you've always been gay. A little okay. bit. A little gay. Well, How I'd many rather, percentage of gay do you think you are? I'd rather be gay than an alcoholic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what percentage of gay do you think you are? Be honest. 
I think now at my age, probably solid 15%. And that's where I'm riding at. Yeah. Interesting. I'll tell you why I say that. Why? Because I realized that at the cabin when they did your show. Yeah. You and I laid next to each other. That photo got banned, by the way. I know. Did you pick? You get banned? Like it got flagged. banned on flagged on mine immediately. Yeah, me, me too. And then yours, yours didn't was, get flagged immediately. But it eventually did. Yeah, definitely. Right, but but how quickly you and I could lay next to each other naked mm-hmm. is not that like I wanted to suck your dick. I'll never suck your dick. I don't want to suck. Your, I'm not attracted to you. I, I sorry, sorry, sorry. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? No offense. Yeah. No. no yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. Take that as a compliment. But but I feel comfortable being naked with you. In any circumstance, I would I would have a threesome with you. Oh, I, 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 I don't know. No, but I, I would like. There's Do we not, touch each other? We don't touch each other. I wouldn't mind touching your dick. Like it wouldn't. It wouldn't. <laughs> it wouldn't be like one of the things that I woke up with going. Oh my god, I touched this dick. Right. I think you're twenty five percent, maybe. I I I probably hit twenty. Okay. Like if there was a test, <laughs> right. I'd probably hit twenty. Uh, let me ask you this, okay? Would you Would you touch my penis dick to dick for a laugh? Yes. Me too. Yeah. That's pretty gay. For a, but that's for a laugh. Yeah, but still, still, we're so comfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't like... Like, Tom and I were dick to dick one time at a dominatrix, and our dicks were, like, this close. Yeah. And I definitely looked at his dick. Yeah. And was like, oh, we have the same dick. And then he looked at my dick, and he was like, oh, my God, our dicks are identical. Wow, that's nice. Identical dicks. Me and Andrew do not have the identical dicks. Well, yeah. His is like a dog dart, right? What's a dog dart, man? It's red. Yeah. I bet. It's gross. Is it? See, I think his... It's translucent. Think, you could see the veins inside No, but see, it. I think his dick would be se- like sexy the way Leanne's nipples are sexy. Like his dick is a secret. I don't need the inner workings of the penis. Like when you look at it, it's like, you know what I mean? Like an open engine where it's like, oh, my, oh I see the blood vessels going in and the pump. You yeah. know what I mean? And people working in there. You know what I mean? Like shut it down, shut it down. You know what I mean? Like it's the whole thing. You know what I mean? And so I don't like that. So if you had, I want I want secrets. If you had to have sex where you were the top with one comic and then you were the bottom with one comic, name those comics. What do you mean? Like if you had to pick one comic. So I uh, so three guys. Guys, yeah. So obviously. my penis is in a, a comic's butthole yes. and somebody's penis is in mine. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. I think the guy that I want on me Frankie Quinones. Really? Why? I don't know. I just thought you, you know were gonna say, I thought you were going to say Rogan. No. He, on me? Yeah. His dick's too muscly. Oh, have you seen his dick lately? No, I just assumed. I saw it yesterday. Uh, he posted a, a picture of him getting in a polar plunge. Yeah. And all I saw was hog. So Frankie is funny. Yeah. I feel like his, I'm, I'm not saying he has a small dick, but I'm pretty sure it's like, it fits my butthole. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, and then me uh, on top of somebody else, um, I think I would fuck Harlan Williams. Oh, I think that would be too busy. His butthole? No, no, just him. Like it. He would, he would make me laugh so hard. It, yeah, he would be very. He would make like, me laugh so hard. It would, you'd never get past the laughs to be able to fuck him. That, I, yeah, I would lose my erection inside. He could. He wouldn't be able to turn it off. Yeah, and then like, like I would get like soft inside, and then yeah. when I pulled it out, it would be like gum <laughs> coming out, Bloop, like that. Oh, how about you, Matt Rife? Matt Rife. That's so funny. Really? That's 20%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you, how about, okay, so you would like to be in Matt Rife. Yes, and him to be in. No, no, no. Find, find somebody else on top of you. On top of me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is so stupid. Honestly, probably Donnell. Rawlings. Yeah, because I'd want to hear him after sex. 
yeah. make me pray with him or something. <laughs> like, he'd be like, that didn't happen. And I'd yeah, be like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. sure, it didn't happen. Oh, He's he... like, we don't tell Chappelle about this. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. sure. And then every time he hung around Chappelle and him, he'd be like, Donnell and I hung out one night. And he'd be like, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> yeah. He would not be able to get hard. Oh, he would get hard quicker. You know, Don, oh, I shouldn't say this. Okay. Don, don't. Uh, okay. Okay. Don't. You're going to say something? Okay. I, I want to say this. Okay. I think I'm a little bit more gayer for black dudes. Hmm. I'll tell you why. Okay. Ask Ian Edwards. I want to smell his skin, baby. He does smell great. There's something about his skin. So I'll, what I'll do is I'll see him at the store and I'll grab him and hug him. And I just want to smell his neck. It's weird. There's a thing. I, I can understand that because I... I and when I watched Cat uh, Williams with Shannon Sharp, yeah. I want to see what he smells like. Shannon Sharp or? Cat Williams. Oh, yeah. I bet there's like a hint. There's a muskiness of cigarettes and blunts. Yeah. But there's a cologne that matches with it. Yeah. I bet he wouldn't find this funny. Not at, at all. all. No, no, no. At all. He'd be so mad. He would not like this. Yeah. I bet we get on the list of people he starts trashing. No. What do you think Cat Williams thinks of you? Do you know So Cat I have a William? photo. Yeah. So I have a photo with him back in. Um, from 20 years ago. And we did the, um, a thing called the Doghouse Comedy Jam. Mm -hmm. And um, I bombed so bad. I got booed off a stage. Was it all, oh, Doghouse, was it all black dudes? It was a, more of a, that kind of a show. I don't know. I don't want to say it. Was it at the store? No, it was in front of a 20,000 seat amphitheater thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was in Northern California. Chappelle was on it. Um, Mencia back then. I think Mencia is the one that got me on the show. Because I used to open for him. Yeah. And I remember um, after the show, I was literally like broken. I didn't do well. Yeah. And I remember Jordan and Keegan did the same show. They did, They tried to do improv, you know what I mean, with the headpieces in front of that crowd. <laughs> and it didn't go well, I heard. Hey, man, someone give me a job. <laughs> give me I, a job. I, Comedian! I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like one of those, right? It was a, it was a hard room. But I remember afterwards, um, Kat was the only one that wanted to talk to me and stuff. He Everything I've ever heard about Kat. Yeah. And I, mostly, He's so nice. Mostly it's from like people who've worked with him. Yeah. Is that everyone gets $5,000 no matter if you just are hanging out with him. Yeah. Everyone's flying in private jets. And he's just, I've heard the best things. And I, 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 I'm good friends with. I only like, say that because I don't want him to get outed as like a secret teller. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he tells me great stories about Kat. Yeah. And and they're all fun. What did you think of that interview? Did it bother you that he was outing people or were you like, fuck yeah? Because I know you don't like confrontation. And so, and that was a very confrontational podcast in our community. I'm going to tell you something about that that I loved. Okay. I was jealous because there's a freedom he's doing that I can't do because I'm still tied to this dream that I don't want to, you know what I mean, get in trouble or like get banned from Hollywood or whatever, right? Yeah. But I honestly, one day, I want to do that. One day I'm going to go, I have enough money. I have enough security. And I don't give a fuck about what I lose or what I don't lose. And I want to one day really tell people what I think. Who would you start with? I, I'm not doing it now. Oh. I'm not there yet, man. <laughs> I mean, there's so many names. I, have, I feel that way. I have. I, I want to go. This guy. This guy. This guy. This. 
I've, it's not, here's what it is. You know, I, um, I love everybody and I'm so happy for everybody, but you know, I'll, this is going to sound so bitter, dude, but I feel like, I'll just say this. I've helped people that would never help me. Uh, yeah. I've celebrated people that resented my success. Yeah. I remember when I, I, I'm going to talk shit again. I love it. Why? Because I want to talk shit. You do? I so badly do. I do too. I'm, right I now like too. I don't want to do. I want to I see all kinds of stuff right now. I, Rogan's got all my secrets. Really? He's got all my secrets. And I, I, I've confided in him all my secrets. And he's shared with me when it's time to shut your mouth yeah. and when it's time to talk. And when, So when is the time? Uh, next Wednesday. <laughs> really? So yeah. I can do it now. No, no. He said to me, he said to me, when the Cat Williams stuff came out, me and Rogan and, and a couple other people were in a chat thread being like, you know, this is kind of crazy and wild. And Joe's someone who's like, you know, people, I, I've said this, people mistake your kindness for weakness. And, and so, yeah, but I, but yeah, I would love to have a Cat Williams moment where I, I'd have to be drunk. Mm. I'd have to, because you're not getting out of me sober. Yeah. But I slip up drunk. But what I said about Sebastian was, you know... Um, well, you're going to talk shit. No. Okay. I was going to talk... So, I'm going to do it. Okay. But I, I'm going to be vague around it. Please. There was a show that, like, comics did. Mm -hmm. And um, he asked me one day, can you help me get on it? And I go, I will. So, I went to the guy that does it. And he goes... The guy goes, he doesn't have it. And I go, are you... What do you have eyeballs, you motherfucker? Like, yeah, he has it. Yeah, he's like he doesn't have it. He's not a star, right? Yeah, I know. And then I had to go back to Sebastian. And go, this is what he said, <laughs> and it bummed him out. But but Sebastian took it good. And he was just like, you know, what? I'm just gonna do my thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Which is insane. But I remember when Sebastian was. Um, I remember one time he had two lines he auditioned for for this HBO show. And I used to live in a condo in Beachwood back in the day. And he, um, he came by my condo and we rehearsed this, these two lines for like hours. And he goes, I think, because he had to go in. And obviously he didn't get it, two lines. But I just remember like thinking to myself, not being worried because you see it. You know, I was like, I see it in this guy. This guy has all of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And um, um, but anyway, it, it, when he became successful, it was like, it, there was no bit of jealousy mm -hmm. or, or like how, sometimes there are guys, you've seen them, where you go, this fucking guy? There's been a couple. Yeah, yeah. But with him, There's been a couple never. where I sat in the back and I go, yeah, and I don't want to talk too much shit, but yeah, there's yeah. guys that, there are guys that are truly original and then I see people doing derivations of what was truly original and and that happened i saw i would see that at the store a lot like one person would be really inspired and maybe not that successful i'll tell you a name <laughs> is it good or bad good 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 but i just if i say him then everyone can figure out who does a version of him oh i love him i do too i do too I love that dude so much. I love he's to this day. I watched I watched his Instagram clips. His stand up's brilliant. His stand up's brilliant, and it's really inspired, and it's very different. We did a show. But he's and, sexy. He's fucking hot. He's fucking. What to say his name? Because because if you say his name, everyone will figure out who's doing versions of him. No, they won't. Yeah, they will. Well, I'm gonna say it. Okay. 
Gov Davidoff. Yeah, he's great. He's sexy. He's fucking hot. And he's, he's the nicest guy. I love him so much. Anyway, move on. And he's wild. He's wild on stage. Yeah. And he thinks smart. Yeah. And he's a different dude. He's not, I would argue, Dove Davidoff is not your traditional stand-up. He is a dude with a brilliant mind who happens to do stand-up. Yeah. And he and he's someone who, when we, we talk about ambition and do you want to do arenas? I think he's someone very cool doing just spots at the cellar. Yeah. And just fucking... I'm going to say a crazy story real quick. Please. Oh, no. I'm going to get in trouble. I love it. <laughs> no, you don't. I do. I, I, I've, already, I've already said shit today that I'm like, I should have said that. <laughs> no. Yes, I have. No. Have I said anything? All right, I'll talk more. Okay. Uh, uh, so, this is a hard one, dude. All right. So, and this is when Ari was going through things. This house, this is a very uh, house that would love to hear this story. Okay. I'm trying, I'm trying desperately. Yeah. I'm trying desperately. And to I, get, it, me and Ari are so good right now. Ari's one of my closest yeah, friends. And so I'm trying right desperately to get him and Leanne to make up. And it yeah. will never. It's not still, it's still not. Well, he tried to drug you. I know, but I know, I know. But and you, let's but, move on. Well, he punched you and shit in your car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. like, there's like, there's things we forgive yeah. about Ari that, like, yeah, for yeah. whatever reason, we yeah, yeah, see yeah. the good in him. Yeah, I see the good. So one day, um, you know, this is when, uh, you know, Natasha left him. Yeah. And she was sitting in the outside of the store, and he walked up and he threw a glass of water in her face. Mm -hmm. Like, get out of here. And Dove didn't know him, Davidoff. But Dove got off from his chair, grabbed him. Go, what the fuck? You, you know what I mean? Like, really stood up for Natasha. You know what I mean? And I knew that he didn't know Ari that well, Natasha that well. He's a New York guy, right? Yeah. But there was like this like fucking, like it reminded me of like, um, what's that sexy English um, gang show? Uh, Peaky Blinders. Yeah, Peaky Blinders. God damn it. Yeah. Great it reference. was like a Peaky Blinders. Dove Davidoff has the Peaky. That vibe. He's got Peaky that vibe. Peaky vibes. Dude, he's so I'm, peaky. So I've known Dove. I've known Dove probably longer than he's known me. Yeah. Because I was I was working the door when he was coming in and doing spots. Mm -hmm. And he would just casually be just sharing a story. And I was like, this guy's the real deal. Like he's the real deal. He's and and it's like, I mean this, and I apologize if, if I'm misspeaking to for, on Dove's behalf. He's a guy that in, inherited like three blocks in in lower Manhattan. I know. That was a junkyard, but also a mansion that David Lee Roth lived in that was his tenant. And he was taking boxing classes before anyone started doing uh, boxing because Rogan did it. Like, mm. he, he just was like, I want to I wanna be a boxer. Like, he was just doing, like, you see people, you see people in this business see success. And what they do is they go, I'm going to do all the things that those successful people do. And then maybe that'll start a conversation with that successful person. And then I can be like, Oh, I just started jujitsu, Joe, tell me some tips. You know, mm. like you're like, just do it if you want to do it. And Dove's someone who's always done things he's wanted to do because Dove wanted to do them. Yeah. Yeah. And what I love about it, how are you, let me ask you something. I'm sure you have an opinion about this. Please. I do. How how are you with elitism? Elitism. <laughs> I thought you had a stroke. <laughs> I don't think yeah, I, I can. I do that over again. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta do that over again. It was so dramatic, <laughs> and I couldn't even say it right. That was embarrassing. Sorry. Sorry. I'm gonna lean forward again. All right. <laughs> no, I gotta do it over again. That sucked, dude. 
Can I have another shot? Yep, do it again. How do you feel about this? What's that? Elitism. I don't think I understand the question. Oh, fuck. What's elitism mean? There's a group of, a comedy group, mm -hmm. right? Oh, okay. I can answer Okay, this. they're a comedy group. They're more Ivy League. Mm -hmm. All right? They're in a bubble. I love them all, right? But I just have a sense, and it could be in my own head, okay? Uh -huh. That they look down on me. All right, I'll say that. I, 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 I feel like when names. I perform, they're like, what, look at what he's resorting to. I know who you're talking about. A group of people? I know what you're talking about because I feel the same way sometimes. Like, there's a group of comics yes. that I think are brilliant. Brilliant. That I think I love. That I think probably look at me and like I get on ball. stage and they go, I'm getting out of here. They walk out of the room. I imagine they do. They I do have too. To. They I, have to. I see them do it. I've never seen them do it, but I'm, I'm I walk on they stage do. in the OR and I see them all leave. Yeah. I haven't seen them leave, but like, uh, they like, leave, dude. They and there's leave. people they leave I, for you. There's people I respect yeah. where I love. And I, I watch their videos with Leanne. And then I go, how fucking funny is this guy? I'm yeah. gonna, I'll say names. No, don't say names. I'll say names. Why not? Because we love them. And then all they can do is text us and go, hey, man, I, I love you too. Oh, well, I, I don't think I can say names, but you try and then I, maybe I'll say names too. Well, like, well, so there's, okay, there's two groups of, of elitisms. So there's, there's, there's uh, crossover elitisms. Like crossover, like John Mulaney, Nick Kroll, guys like that, where they're in a group that all and I'm and I'm by the way I'm friends with. But their all fans of them. are elite too. I don't know. Mulaney's, I guess are Nick Kroll's, I guess their are. Their fans look down on me as well. I think. I see. I look at. I can't help but like what they do. So and I understand that they probably don't like what I do. But I can't help that. And so I just, I have to get That's up. That's right. I can't help it. You're right. I have no control over it. I have it. no control over it. And then there's guys that I think are elite, like Neil Brennan. Yeah. But that aren't. That like, like, and so then that's my misconception of like, Neil, last night I had a joke, the dumbest joke about Leanne's tits smelling. Yeah. And, and I was like, it's the, I was a little embarrassed that I said it. And I was like, it was a, it's a good riff. It was about menopause and tits sweating yeah. and bra smelling. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, it's fucking just dumb. Yeah. And then, uh, Neil came and he's like, I like that joke. There's a couple tags. And I was like, in my head, this is how my brain works. I go, well, if Neil liked it, that's a really good joke. That's it. True. Yeah. One number is true. But those, so those guys he's are- He's like Morpheus. He lives in both of He does. Yeah, and yeah. I think, I, I think Mulaney does too. I do too. I think Mulaney lives on both kind sides. Kind guy. Very kind. Yeah. Very, very kind. But I think, I think, I think John, I, I think he's, I, mean, I really think he's brilliant. But here's how I know his fans. So when John went to rehab, Mm -hmm. Right, I tweeted, "Geez, I went to rehab four times and no one said shit about me." Right? I had a joke about John. Yeah, too. and then there was a, I had a joke about but there was John a thousand too. comments going, "You're nothing like him, dude. He's a star. <laughs> You're a fucking gutter." Yeah, like I got, I read a thousand shit. Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Don't even what what the fuck are you talking about? You're a loser. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I was like reading this shit, going, "Oh fuck, I shouldn't have done that." You know what I mean? I told a joke about him on Red Rocks. When he left his wife and started dating Olivia Munn, I was like, I was like, I love that everyone feels so sensitive to John. I go, I'm fucking the same chick for 20 years. <laughs> she doesn't look like I go, like I would yeah, love, yeah. you don't think I'd love to fucking do, go to rehab, get high on coke, yeah. sell Rolexes and fuck Olivia Munn. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I, no one's applauding me. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, but like, I think John, I think John straddles the fence because I do think John, I think John Mulaney is a would I think he has there's no way he can't find you fucking hilarious 
Yeah, I don't know that for a fact. All I know is is that. But, the, but, but let me let me redefine the, the groups of elitism. Okay, so good. like so like I put John Nick Kroll, um, uh, that kind of New York SNL group of guys that are really smart, all went to really Ivy League schools. They know big words that I don't know. Yeah, me too. Like that's why John did so good at the um, the uh, correspondence or what not the correspondence center, but like uh, he did the. The, he did the night before Joe at the Golden Globes. Wow. He did the, the like, governor's ball. Wow. And he murdered. Wow. He mur- And I watched it with Leanne, and I was like, dude, he's, he's great. so fucking talented. He's so talented, that guy. But I think he crosses over because he is a traditional stand-up. Nick and him, and they're all kind of still traditional stand-ups, and they do I stand-up. saw Nick the other night. He gave me a big hug. I love him so much. I'm so excited to see him. But what I'm saying is, is that one day I was with Spade. Yeah. And I love Spade. Yeah. He's and like us. He's like us. Yeah. And we're having sushi. And I hope Dave, you know, David Spade's like, hold on. I'm a little more like a lady. <laughs> I know. He's a star. Yeah. But, um, and I remember him, he goes, can you give me a ride to Sarah Silverman's party? Okay. And I dropped him off and he goes, you want to come up? I go, no, no. Yeah. There's no way. I would say that I wasn't invited. I just feel like if I went up there, they'd be like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" And I just didn't do it. But I'll tell you. Can I tell you who we are? And I'm going to say something that Mitzi always said to me. She goes, "You're a meat and potatoes guy." I'm meat and potatoes. And and I go, "What do you mean that?" She goes, "There's not a lot of um, fat. Like you, you get to it." And um. I always thought to myself, it's because I'm so needy. I want to get a laugh right away. But whatever it is, that's just who I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, there, I'm not there to, you know what I mean, inspire people's minds. I'm there to make people happy. I would say my act's a little bit more like a turducken. What's that? It's when they take a turkey and then put a chicken inside it and then put a duck inside that. <laughs> And then put sausage in the middle and then wrap it up and bake it. Yeah, yeah. It sounds really good. Yeah. But it's, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And yeah, you yeah. feel sick when you're done. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But like, but like, and, but I don't think I would, when, as I say that, I was trying to think what meal John Mulaney is. And I bet he has never had turducken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I've, I've had turducken a lot. Yeah, I like yeah. I've never had it. Yeah, oh, it's so good. Uh, yeah, it's, it sounds oh, terrible. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. I just thought of something. Okay. We have our idea of it. But there are people that think of us the same way. That we're a part of a group. Oh, a hundred percent. Right, that we can't get in. That they want to get in, right? But we're not privy to it, right? We're not, I don't think that. I don't think that either. Yeah, and but, you're, but, but I'm you're right. sure it's the case. I guarantee you there's people that see my lifestyle on social media and go, I want to oh. get in that. Or, or, or do you remember, like I remember, I remember, and it's, you're not aware when it's happening to you, I remember Shane Gillis told me this, and I apologize, Shane, if I'm saying something you told me drunk, but uh, I remember Shane Gillis told me he was watching us, like Sober October guys on 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 Rogan, and he was like, man, because he, he didn't know Tom and Ari at the time, and he knew me kind of, but he was like, man, I'm fucking, fuck those guys, I'm funny too, I'd put me on that pocket, like he, like he looked at it like, I wish I'd get into that group, mm. but they're, fuck those guys, that's how his brain was thinking, once again, Shane, I apologize if I'm oversharing something you told me drunk, but then, I remember that happened to me with the Chelsea Handler group, 
when Chelsea, I should have fucking lifted my shirt up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do but it. That's okay. okay I don't okay. care. Okay. I, think, okay. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know Chelsea. We love her. We love her. I don't know Chelsea, but I do love her. I love her, yeah. But I, when she was doing that show, I reached out because I wanted to be on that show. Same with At Midnight. I always wanted to be on At you Midnight. You never did At Midnight? No, they wouldn't let me. How? It's, I think they looked at my act and they're like, what's he going to do? Take his shirt off? I'm going to say this to you right now. All right. I'm not going to say elitism right now. Okay. Okay. What I, want to say, what I want to say this, okay, is we're children that cut out the middleman. <laughs> there, I, I really believe this. There have been gatekeepers in Hollywood. There have been. All right. I don't care what the fuck they say. I don't give a fuck, dude. They don't like me. I tried. I fucking tried. Yeah. I tried, I tried, I tried. I try to track things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like fucking Crazy Cuckoo. Or Asians, whatever that movie, right? <laughs> whatever that movie is, right? Crazy Cuckoo's, right? I, for, because everyone was saying, well, if you want something, you should track projects, yeah. right? So I tracked, oh, that, oh, somebody bought it, right? Okay, so uh, they're not in casting yet, you know what I mean? And I tracked it all the way through. And then when I go, can I? They go, no. We don't want you. Yeah. Right? So I go, oh, okay, I understand, right? But so those are the gatekeepers, right? Because I've, I know my value. I know I kill it. Yeah. I can kill it. Yeah, you, you know do I mean? all the time. Yeah, and I'm... You're very tough to follow. Yeah, but it's not in just in stand-up. In, in acting. In every area, I, I'm very confident in what I do. My point is, is that, but but maybe we'll, we're children of, you know what I mean, cutting those that those out, those filters, and just going straight to the people. And maybe that's the only thing some gatekeepers have left is to keep up those gates. And they go, we're not going to let those children in because then that means we don't have gates anymore. You said it out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, I've tried. I've tried to get on a lot of things that I that they just said no, no, and they, they say were like, no, no. And then the own the first person because to, to, for me when they said you know at at midnight, I never right? I, I tried a lot. Those are people, right? Two guys, one guy. No, nah, I know. Yeah, you don't know, fuckface, fuckface. You don't know. Okay, I mean, but you tried. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you know what I mean? Where there's a will, there's a way. I had to get famous to get put on stuff. But like Rogan put me on his show. Yeah. And and I'm sure there were people that looked at that. I know I've heard <clears throat> I've heard comics trash Joe and his friends, but they're just trashing what they see as a different gate. And that's a gate too, huh? It is a gate. Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. I just... I, I'm just going all completely in a complete circle now. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad there's gatekeepers. <laughs> <laughs> I am too now. I do. I am because that I just guy realized. Didn't do at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I realized. I just realized this whole thing that I too am a gatekeeper. I became one. Yeah. Without even, you know what I mean? Your podcast, Tiger Belly, is a huge fucking podcast. It's it's okay, but my point it's is a huge is, podcast. I, 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 yeah, yeah. But you my, break comics. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is because there is a lot of guys. And I have to tell them to their face. I, I and, and it sucks, dude. Mm -hmm. And I have to look at them. I go, bro, 
I think you're so good, right? But unfortunately, the internet and podcast works with alg- algorithms. And it's like, there are just certain people they're going to track and get an audience. And some people aren't. It has nothing to do with talent yeah. and your ability, right? It's just that right now, I just, I just can't do it. See, my, po- my gate for the podcasts are different than say like fully loaded because my gate for the podcast, I just have to be interested in you. And okay. like, and like I, I will say that I had Matt Reif and Trevor Wallace on, two comics that at the time were not massively huge names. Mm. And I would say both of them at the time didn't get tremendous numbers, but I did find both of them very fascinating. Okay, that's good. I did find them really interesting. Yeah. And I wanted to talk to them. But fully loaded, you can't. Well, I would... I wish I had given like well like there's people I just find really funny like uh and and I mean this out of total respect but like uh um Ralph Barbosa I thought was brilliant and I, he 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 was definitely blowing up he really was blowing up I love that kid but he was not where he is today today right. he I couldn't get him to f- do fully loaded next year he's just way too busy and it doesn't make sense to him financially right and so I totally get him having to say no to me I would understand that but like at the time we sent the offer, I remember him being like, this is so fun. And I remember hearing him say that and thinking, you're so talented. Like he's so talented that like everyone was watching his set and then going like going up to him with tags. Yeah. And that that's when you know yeah. you're really talented when everyone's coming up with you like, dude, you're man, you know what's great about you is that and like and I'm watching all the really guys blowing up, all following him and watching him. And I was like, I remember him saying, I want to do this every year. And I was like, I didn't say this out loud because I think we were all on mushrooms, but I was like, <laughs> I was like, I can't get you next year. You don't know that yet, but I know that already. Oh, wow. Like I know that. You I said can't. that out loud. I, I said that. I said that to Shane Gillis. I think I said it the first time, first time he did Fully Loaded. I remember like, he's like, this is a blast. We should, I want to do this next year. And I remember, I don't think I said it out loud because I try. I did have him for like a date, but I was like, you're, 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 you're going to a stratosphere. I don't, I don't, I'm not in. Wow. Yeah. It's funny because when you talk about gatekeeping, I think that's why we all kind of enjoyed the cat podcast because it, it's gates. We don't, we don't, it's a different set of gates. No. All he talked about was like all the black comics like Bernie and Steve and Kevin and Earthquake. And, and those are gates that like I, have never tried to get into. Mm. And so, but if I heard them talking, like if Chelsea Handler did a podcast now with like her list of the people, and I was like, I really, because I loved entertainment news. I loved it. I was really, I loved gossipy celebrity news at the time. And I still do kind of, but I really thought I'd be good on that show. And It was a tough show to do. Really? I did like 40 of them. They were so hard for me. Really? They're almost, I and I, and I, and I appreciate Chelsea for, she had an open door policy with me. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate it. At the time, that's all I had. Literally, that was the only thing that I was doing. Yeah. And, um, but I have to say, it's not this. That, you have a window, you have a window of opportunity to say your jokes. I remember one time, I think it was Annie Letterman. Yeah, yeah, I know. And so, how, this is how the show goes. Topic comes up. Everyone has a joke. Mm-hmm. You go in order. I didn't care what order. And they didn't tell us what order. But I just know that everyone has one, right? So I remember Annie doing hers. Somebody else did theirs. And then she did a second one. And then they went to commercial break. 
So I couldn't tell my joke. Yeah. And then she did it. And then during the break, I turned to uh, Michael um, Cox and I go, fuck this bitch. <laughs> you fucking, you know what I mean? I didn't know her at the time. I love her now. She's a sister, right? Yeah. And then um, I remember then the second, she did the same thing. So the whole show, I said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? I just sat there. You know what I mean? It, it reminds me of this. The one time, this, I'm so good. I'm so glad. Where I'm on a show and I do nothing. So this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I want to tell you right now. You've never heard of this, okay? Okay. I get a call and they go, um, they, you know, it was the Billboard Awards. They want you to play Kim Jong Il. The dead one. The dead one. Okay. I go, what do I do? It's going to be great. You're going to be in the audience, right? You're going to be dressed up as Kim Jong Il, right? And then DL Hughley is going to come on stage and he's going to go, hey, DL, uh, Kim Jong Il is here, right? And I remember, I don't forget, I don't forget the banter, but we banter back and forth, right? Yeah. And there's a whole fucking, you know what I mean, bit that we're doing, yeah. right? So when we go to rehearsals, they had me in prosthetics and fully, and then the producer goes, when you're sitting there in the audience, because you're going to be around stars, right? You got to stay in the character. You, you are going to, you are Kim Jong-il, yeah. right? So rehearsal was fine. And then during the live show, I'm sitting there, like literally sitting there, you know what I mean, as Kim Jong-il, right? DL goes up on stage and he forgets <laughs> to do the bit. He starts improvising about something else, right? And I'm sitting there going, oh, I, don't I, don't I forgot what the cue, right? And then he leaves and the whole show now I'm just sitting there. Nobody knows why I'm there. And I remember my Abby, my manager, had the seat right behind me, my manager. And she was, she kept saying in my ear, she goes, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And then as at the end of the show, I just got up and I'll say I was so stressed out, the prosthetics had ripped <laughs> from my from my skin, right? Yeah. And I remember being so livid. But that, that's what happened at that Chelsea with where I, I was. In the whole show, just sitting there. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I love that there must have been a couple people going, who the fuck is that? Is that and nobody even knew. Yeah, and also, nobody even knew at the time who I really was, really. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're just, why? Like, in their mind, they're like, why is that guy sitting there the whole time? No bit, you know what I mean? No video, nothing. It was fucking terrible, though. <laughs> And then another thing that happened, same award show, a year later, they go, we're sorry about the Kim Jong-il. And I go, it's okay. We want you to do another thing. This is even worse. <laughs> so I go, what is it? You come to Vegas. We, have a, we know you love Star Trek. There's a bit with you and William Shatner. And I go, really? They go, yeah. You're playing poker next to each other. There's another guy that we have as an actor too, but it's like a two and one you know, thing. So I fly to Vegas and I'm sitting there at rehearsals at a porker table. Shatner comes in and goes, you're out, you're out. And then somebody could come and goes, all right, stand up. Because he wanted to do it on his own. I just remember getting back on a plane going, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck was that? 
I gotta go, man. It's too long. This is a great conversation, though. Thank you. I loved it. I had a great time talking to you. I love you so much. And I, and we're it's a secret, but we're doing stuff together soon. Yeah. If you show up, it'll be cool. I already it's already done. It's already done. I, you know, the plane ticket, everything's done. Yeah, I know. So don't say that. No, I know. It's happening. You want a secret? Give me a secret. I can't tell you a secret. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> and um, I'll see you soon. Bye. I love you, Bobby. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.